your chicken leg, your highness. Uh, As requested. Oh, it's about time. Did you have to catch and pluck the thing? No, sire. Just a matter of... Oh, quiet. Then get out of my way. Robin is about to take aim, and I can't see past your <clears throat> plumpish carriage. Dead center! Hmm. A reasonable attempt. Reasonable? Did you not hear the Royal Herald? Dead center it was. You, you will pardon me for saying so, but withdrawing from the contest may be the only hope for preserving your pride. My pride is not so treasured a possession as yours might be. Or so fragile. Oh, your jest is just close enough to truth to sting, milady. The field is yours. Has split the arrow. It would appear my arrows are even more fragile than my pride, Marion. A well-placed shot, if ever I saw one. Oh, I merely envision the bullseye as existing between your eyes, dear Robin. And not to rub salt in the wound, but my finger slipped on the string. A beauty of a shot, Lady Marion. The only thing more wondrous was the look of utter befuddlement on Robin's face. <laughs> I would be lying if I said that was not worth more than the purse itself. Well, if the purse is of no use to you, I would be more than happy to relieve you of its burden. Then you would be stealing from the poor, dear Robin, for I intend to donate my winnings to charity. Then the kingdom shall reclaim the lost coin soon enough, in the form of taxes. Ah, the rat can speak. My lady. Well, John, since the subject has been so delicately broached, I would like to discuss this at more length if you would just... Oh, not while we are eating, surely. Pardon my saying so. But I believe the welfare of the people is of more importance than you stuffing one more chicken leg down your throat. Careful, Marion. Speaking of your reading, John, how do you maintain such a trim waist with your dining habits being what they are? <laughs> At this rate, the kingdom's main concern will be a decided lack of poultry. My point exactly, Robin. We dined sumptuously in royal comfort. Well, just last week I witnessed a young boy, not more than ten, lying at the city gate, helpless and moaning from sheer lack of sustenance. 
<clears throat> Shall I fetch you another serving, sire? <sighs> Marion. No, Robin. Perhaps you can use your position as sheriff to prevail upon better natures. But I, for one, have lost my appetite. But, 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 but my lady, wait! Uh, well, that could not have gone worse. I am comforted only by the possibility that by running after, Cyril places his own well-being in jeopardy. Don't take it so hard, John. We know Marion's tender heart, even from childhood. And that same tender heart is easily roused in righteous indignation. No, 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 it's not that exactly. What then? Well, I, I had a matter of the utmost importance to discuss with her. Once the festivities had subsided, of course. But clearly, that will have to wait until another time. Oh, you have piqued my curiosity, little John. Pray tell. It is a subject for another time. Matters of the heart are difficult to discuss. <laughs> Matters of the heart? Ah, I see it now in your eyes. You love her? As much as I've ever loved any woman. Hmm, well, that does present something of a problem, considering how the evening has transpired. <laughs> as I am well aware. <clears throat> well, I can clearly see you are uncomfortable with the topic at hand, John, but uh, I must satisfy my own curiosity. With your position, wealth, and physique, however you've managed to maintain it, you could have practically any woman in the kingdom. Why her? Why Marion? <sighs> well, if you insist on pressing... Oh, I do. And you normally do. This may be difficult for someone like you to understand, Robin. Someone who's always been tall, good-looking, charismatic. It has not always been so for me. Oh, but John, you, you speak of when we were children. No, no, you inquired. And now I shall tell you and you shall listen. That mockery... As innocent as it may have been intended in that day, left an indelible mark on me back then. And it continues on within me somehow. Even with a crown upon my head, I do struggle to be seen in the same light as, well, as my brother. And yet, I rival him in all ways, save those of mere legend, of course. John, I... I had no idea you felt this way. Because I have never spoken of it, Robin. Because one who is in line for the throne must not be seen as weak. We must have no feelings, no weaknesses, no faults. We must be strong, Robin. And nothing must break us. Even the people? Even the people, Robin? <clears throat> Especially the people. Especially the people.
Thank you for listening to Episode 2 of Robin Hood, Rising to Honor. In the cast, you heard Duffy Weber as Cyril, Craig Hart as Prince John, Darby Kern as The Herald, Alicia Hansen as Maid Marian, and Jonathan Cook as Robin Hood. Sound design by Craig Hart. Robin Hood, Rising to Honor, was written, directed, and produced by Craig Hart, Alicia Hansen, and Jonathan Cook. Music by Dominic Trice. Robin Hood, Rising to Honor, is produced by LRT Media and Eternal Future Productions.